0: the hard shoulder with Nissan number one for petrol in Ireland number one for electric Nissan innovation that excites
1: this is talk. Now, you're very welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. This is Jonathan Healy filling in for Ivan Yates. And every Friday at this time, we take a look back at the stories that have got people talking over the last seven days. Now, everyone was a little slower getting into things this week. Some people's week started on Monday, some started on Wednesday. There's some of you who still aren't back to work. But I have to say I'm delighted to be joined by our hardworking <laughs> panel, comedian Jim Elliott, Neave Horn, journalist with The Sunday Independent, and Bill Hughes, producer at Mind the Gap Films. You are all... Well, very welcome to the programme. Is okay. it too late to say Happy New Year?
2: No, oh. never too late.
1: No? OK, well, Happy New Year. Yeah, Thank you very hey, much and the same to your good year. self. Um, the w- one thing that people have been talking about a lot this evening is that couple from Northern Ireland who won £116 million. That's €130 million Euros on, on the Euro Millions. Niamh, if you won it, would you tell anyone?
0: Definitely not. But it's very hard to find hide a hundred and thirty million. But I would think that if you win that much, you'd give a lot of it away to charity, my I right? I mean, what you would would drive you crazy. Yeah, hundred thirty million would oh, drive. Oh, it crazy. would drive me nuts. But just say so. You get rid of like. 60, 70 million, and then you have the rest to keep. Big house, say an old relative croaked it, and live a knife life, and kind of you'd be able to hide it pretty well, well.
2: They've been very pragmatic about it. Did you see their press conference yes. this morning? And it, it was really good. I mean, there was no way the husband wanted to go public, but the, they, they had sat down. The first thing they did was make a list of the people who were going to be beneficiaries. And the list is at least 50 long between their for children and close friends. And then they came to the notion that those 50 won't be able to keep our secret. Ah. And so if those 50 can't keep our secret between them telling each other... Uh, it will leak on Facebook. The next thing, it'll get out, and uh, so we might as well face it head on and go public. So no, Jim, what no, the best thing no, is? You guys best. are all way off on this. <laughs> that's I've done. done, that's that's what what actually done. As a guy that spent a lot of his mm. life
3: really poor, I've done a lot of thinking about what. Do you guys buy lotto tickets? First yes, do you buy EuroMillions you ever, mm-hmm. ever? Mm-hmm. I buy a EuroMillions ticket probably once a month. just to give myself three days of fantasizing over the weekend, just so I can, and I've thought a lot about this, and that is exactly the problem, because there are gonna be people that you wanna help out, right? Mm -hmm. But you, you can't count on them to keep a secret. So the first thing you do is find a very discreet, a very reliable lawyer, private detective of some such, who's gonna go around to everybody in your family, Knock on the door, say hi. Somebody close to you has had something wonderful happen to them, and they really don't want you to try to find out who it is. So please respect that. By the way, your mortgage has been cleared; you now own your house, and you get to do that. And for a like confidentiality
0: 100. agreement, exactly, right. yeah, exactly. Hmm. And
3: just go look. Don't ever try to find out who it is,
1: and then you can spread that out over they, like a hundred
3: or two hundred people. will they work
1: out that the guy with the lovely big porch sitting outside <laughs> yeah.
3: his house? See, at the but this is, is where Neve, this is where Neve's problems come in: is you don't go crazy with it. You don't buy that house down in Docky with the swimming pool and the tennis oh, course. you just buy a nice house you've want to you live? been in Ireland long enough huh. to know the gossip
2: exactly works. so
3: you spread the gossip out so no, everybody not, has something good okay, happening and then you also should be like man I got a house how did that happen I wonder happen who it is a
0: little insight into what wealthy people have to deal with Um every, every so often I'd interview somebody with a lot of money for the Sunday Independent to be very wealthy and I had, I've often over the Are years nice? gotten in yeah And often over the years, gotten in a text or an email or a call asking, um, I have this sick person or I have this need mm. is there any way I can get in contact with them to ask them for some money
1: And do you pass and, that uh, on?
0: All the time I'm like uh, no uh, never <laughs> ever ever and so but you can just imagine the amount of mail and stuff they get all of the time for people asking constantly and feeding on you know the Irish guilt as well when it comes to yes. you know that so I don't See, know luckily I would, won't have any it, of that well, You'll have be, none of it You'll just uh, keep it in your great. back
1: pocket enough would you? Exactly. Uh, well of course our New Year's resolution on the back of that is to buy Euro millions tickets but that's probably the only one that I would hold up we talked about this earlier in the week Bill and the general consensus is that nobody keeps them
2: New Year's resolutions nobody does no so the point is you should start the year with a plan and the plan is for you what are you going to do to make life better for you for the year and for the people around you what are you going to do and it's not I'm going to stop eating chocolate that's a (laughs) load of balls it's about I'm going to do something Good. Like I'm going to volunteer with another organisation that I haven't volunteered with or I'm going to do something really worthwhile or I'm going to walk 10,000 steps a day or I'm going to. Yeah, you can. You, those are realistic. But people suddenly going to I'm going back to get a doctorate. Well, have you even got a bachelor's? Do you know, you can't get a doctorate without a bachelor's, you numpty.
1: Do we set the bar too high? Now? Yeah. Is
0: that what it is? Do you know, I hate around this time of year the bullying of people to make them prove that either they, it's the kind of the prove yourself culture. What have you done last year? We finished Ivan's show just before Christmas and he said, give us your highlights of the year. And it's coming into this year as well. What are you going to do with your year? And you can't, there's very, you can't, you're not just allowed like be anymore. Like our parents didn't have to put up this culture of constant pressure. Yeah. Social media is a massive part of it. I find it exhausting. I wrote down my three little intentions last year because I remember Ivan saying, write them down. hmm and honest to God if anybody listen to this it's the best thing you can do because the first it's whatever it is, is Did you stick out to there. the three little I things? I did I did yeah, yeah. one was um, books and well not the really the book one I did it one every two weeks for the first maybe six seven months of the year so that's what is I want to get back to that's okay. but I did stick I said I wanted to sort out food um, and I haven't eaten junk uh, I eventually did it in April since last April and then I saved the amount of money I wanted to save. I wrote a figure down, and uh, come New Year's, the clock ticked midnight. I could see it in my bank account. Had saved that from, from see, the. But year the
1: none of them were particularly uh, overbearing. Like the, no. the I didn't from, tell anybody. The, I just The went junk and food did it. one yeah. probably was the biggest challenge. Cause the
0: yeah, well, I just did Christmas without any, any sugar you or didn't any Did not even cake. have a Christmas? No, no, ah. no, no. Poor no, dear. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm. Well, it's way better. But that's the one thing I wanted to do The smell year. of burning
2: martyr. In no, yeah. I'm yeah. delighted. Like Honest like to God, I'm delighted. I, I swear to God, it,
0: I tell you something, anybody who's listening, who's trying to give up sugar in January, it is 10 times easier not to do it at all, rather than go, I'll have it every so often, because that's the killer, It's the, it's that's the conflict in so your Jude, you, Hang on a
1: second, I, I'm fascinated by this, every tin of roses that was put in front of you, you walked past it? Yeah. You didn't allow yourself a no. caramel barrel? No,
0: nothing, nothing. It was saying my birthday, I didn't have a birthday cake, because when it goes out of your system... That it's like a, it's you know you're not you'd lose your attachment for it.
1: what what, what hang on, is it, does this extend to drink? I'm I'm you now. No, no, it doesn't no, extend to drink. Well, that wait is wait one a thing. <laughs> I
0: actually think I've transferred it. But I did drink well, probably a glass of wine every day because it's it's when oh, somebody's your house. Oh, a glass of house, wine a
2: day.
3: And ah, so you're sugar in that, well, you
0: should see how you should see what I get like on two glasses. So you'd be you wanted to stick to a glass. To <laughs> you
2: wave your hands over it and turn it
3: back
1: into water. <laughs> 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 Fair enough. Jim, have you ever kept a New Year's yesterday?
3: No, no. Not really, and I'm actually curious, Neve, about the stuff you were talking about, because I wonder if the difference is, and the reason so many people struggle with these, a resolution is about, like, I want to give something up, or I want to quit doing this, or I'm, this is year I'm going to, you just have some opaque, like, turn my life around type of thing, whereas you had tangible goals. I wonder if that's the difference. If instead of coming into the new year, instead of saying, well, I resolve that I'm never going to, whatever it is, you go, okay, well, look, buy uh, this, month say you're a writer by June I want to have 60,000 words written and that kind of something that you can kind of chip away at I wonder if that's a that's a better idea because I used to uh, I have, I don't have one for this year um, but I have had in the past sort of comedy goals for the year and it's not a resolution when I first so I moved here uh, uh, full-time around 2008 and in 2010 my comedy goal for that year I couldn't at the time get booked in the laughter lounge and I was like my goal is I'm gonna break that club I'm getting in there and so I just kept I don't know that I wrote it down, Neve, to your point, but it was f- top of mind anytime I was writing, anytime I was gigging. I was going to email the promoter. I was going to send him a latest clip. I was going to start maybe just going down to hang out to put my face in front of their face. And by the end of the year, I was working there. So I've had other comedy goals. Actually, one of them two or three years ago was to get on the radio. And so I started doing little political clips. And how's clips that, that, going that uh, It's not great, actually. <laughs> I can only get on with this one little, little pokey outfit in town that I don't think anybody listens to, especially not on a day when there's no rush hour. Nobody's listening to this. This is a commuter's show. (laughs) Nobody's commuting. It's still vacation. Why are we here?
1: Stop putting off the ones that are listening.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Just play the the, the Christmas Eve show over again. Um, No. uh, So a goal, I think, is a thing that can be attainable, especially if it's something professional. But I don't think... Giving up stuff, there's a, there's a stench of lint off that that I don't trust. Well, I see,
1: and, and hang on the le- That's a very good point. I, it, it's almost like we want to beat ourselves up if yeah. we don't stick to our New Year's uh. resolution. If you have a if you have a drink this weekend, I mean, the amount of fellas who have confused themselves, Bill, into thinking that this is going to be a dry weekend is laughable.
2: <laughs> and, but I, I I also think when Neve used the word pressure, there's pressure. There is no pressure. Oh, there the is pressure from. But from there who? Is. You only have pressure if you let pressure in. And why would you let pressure people who are ruled by other people's opinions on social media or Twitter or anything...
0: They're sad
2: people. They'll, Just throw your phone in the river. But it doesn't if it even have to be social to media. It's or like any pressure. It's
0: not, you know, it's people asking in general, friends or family, and also when you open up the you newspapers, the... I, if I see one more article on improving yourself this not week, everybody's as zen, zen as you, Bill. F-U. That's a very don't zen don't say way to be. <laughs> f off. I, I yeah, I I think a lot of the time I can, but gee, it gets a little bit exhausted. What the,
2: it's the greatest lesson I've learned is the ability to say f off to anybody who's saying anything to me that I think. What the hell business is it of yours? Well,
1: somewhere where I love, that's my nearest. That's your nearest. News I right? I like it. Here it we on. go. I'm, I'm in. F <laughs> off more often. Yeah. Um, one of the things that that really fascinated me uh, was along the lines of there was a there was a bit of a trauma at someone's wedding, right, where there were somebody had brought children to a non children wedding, and the bride eventually had to eject that particular Love group it. from the wedding because they brought kids and there was a row and, and the poor wedding planner was reduced to tears and the bride was reduced to tears and you know what she did then this is my favourite part of the story she wrote about it online yeah, so that other people could either condem- yeah could condemn Ugh. our supporter and we talked to and O'Reilly Murphy of The Wedding Expert about this during the week about her own experience of people banning kids from weddings
0: I've dealt with a few couples over the years who've chosen this preference and they've all been for different reasons. Uh, One, they just wanted an adult-only event. It was perhaps maybe a a little bit more sort of upscale and and they didn't want the sort of the the fun and and frivolity that children often bring to such events. And for others, it's because there might be sort of um, fertility issues or or, or, other such things in the couple and they've, they've decided they wanted to sort of send their special day just, them and their sort of older relatives and friends and family in that.
1: So, Jim, kids at weddings, yes or no?
3: It's up to the couple getting married. My my point is is that they get to set rules. I was I was at a, a beach wedding. I don't know six seven years ago where they wanted everybody to walk down the beach barefoot because the bride and groom were walking down barefoot. Some people didn't want to walk barefoot. Whatever, it's their rules. They play. Although you don't want to go, stay in the hotel. That's fine. Uh, I was at a wedding two uh, I guess two months ago now. Time's going so fast. Where they uh, they said don't nobody take your phones out during the ceremony. We have a professional photographer. You will all get emailed copies of the pictures. Don't you worry about it. Please don't and then. And I was at a wedding a year ago where they said uh, you can take your phones out during the ceremony, but please don't post anything on social media for one week. Just give us a week before you flood everybody's feeds with it. And my point to all of this is the wedding couple get to set the rules. If you go to a wedding... They whatever they pick. If it's black tie, uh oh, I guess you gotta rent a tux. If it's a colorful wedding, ah geez, I guess you gotta wear something colorful. These these are the only parties. Well, not the only parties, but there's some parties we go to where there's rules. And if you're gonna flout the rules, if you're gonna ignore the rules, if and I don't know the details of this wedding. How clear were they that no children were allowed? If they were very clear about it, and you show up with your children,
1: out you get. But Sorry. Do, do you make a scene? I mean, at that point, do the, the, the try not to make
3: a scene. That's that's really where I would hope the best man would come in. Uh, mm-hmm. because the br- it shouldn't be down to the bride to force anybody to do anything on the wedding day. She should she should have her mind on the day. It should be somebody around her who's like, oh, boy, uh, uh, Blaheen and Steve turned up with their kids. We specifically said no kids. And you grab your brother-in-law and you go, John, go tell them to get those kids out of here. And they don't have to leave, but the, the kids can't be in here. So if they need to park them in the hotel room I, I, and
1: swap out no, babysitting, that's fine. Maybe I, I took my own wedding quite seriously, but not this seriously. I wouldn't have minded. I don't think we had kids there late at night because that was a thing we did. But just Jonathan, pick, pick a rule God, that you wouldn't Give me a break.
2: If you've made the decision.
0: Oh. And I mean,
2: we got married. Uh, it's now, what, we're 14 months married. And we made a decision about how we wanted to be married. Yep. And how we wanted to be married is what we did. And it suited us because you're the only people who matter it's your on day. the day. Yeah, yeah. It's your day. Okay, so... Don't show up with your bloody kids if you've been told not to. Exactly. Do not do that. It's the same as people going to restaurants with kids who don't, are not house-trained. People who do not know how to behave. Christmas the rules Eve, of the room. you're out and about in various places, and children running around the table, and the people who own the children going, aren't they great? Mm. No, they're not. Or oh, worse again. Not paying attention at and at they're all. loud. Yeah. Get them out of here.
1: Nev, any any hope at all?
0: Oh, I think there's certain events that kids add a lot to, and like Christmas, weddings is not one of them, and anything it's that like a couple, Children
1: don't add much to Christmas. No, no,
0: no, <laughs> they do, but not a wedding. And I think if, but whatever the couple say goes. However. When it gets to the stage when somebody turns up with their kids I heard this story just before Christmas as well about a very um, a big party in a very well-to-do part of Dublin and somebody turned up at the event and they weren't invited and the well, that's host different the host walked up to them and, and said, said get just get because of the numbers they weren't invited the host walked up in the middle of it and said get out the Good. person was really upset I think it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter what. I thought that was really classless. I wouldn't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no! I do when so, to, yeah, to I get out and classless. Yeah. How yeah. do people Because not... I've seen weddings as well where people who have turned up <laughs> and not me. followed what they wanted or maybe been a bit out there like not, you know, about... And the, the bride handled it very well. And I just don't think... I think at that stage you're like... The, the ability to let it go over your head says more about you than it does hey, about anytime them anytime Neve's yeah. having a party no. we can all go host, we can and all and go to any party I think it's one person and they're a nice person but just, they just they didn't invite they nice them because somebody said they, they weren't nice enough numbers. so that's
2: yeah, the Yeah
0: but you know oh, no. I just think yeah look, no. the classy thing to do is bite your lip No the classy thing
1: to do is not to show up here's Well there you go but
0: then you don't stoop to their level Here's the no, New Year's resolution for everybody
1: read the invitation if it says no children make sure sure you leave them at home. We've Or lots if you more. don't
0: get an invitation. Don't, yeah, don't get the home and turn
1: up <laughs> Ask anyway. Ask yourself why. Yeah, <laughs> oh. we're, we're going to take a break now. Uh, to gather our thoughts after that. Stay with us. More analysis from the news over the last week with Jim Elliott, Neam Horn and Bill Hughes. Stay with us. Now, one of the topics that actually got a lot of people quite animated this week was Weight gain. Uh, And after the Christmas that we've all had where we've consumed... Well, except Niamh, who has told us she didn't eat anything nasty over Christmas. No, there was a lot
0: of cheese. There was a lot of
1: cheese. Uh, Earlier in the week, uh, Tina Malone, who uh, starred in Shameless, said we should not pussyfoot around the issue of being overweight anymore. She's lost 12 stone. And this uh, came in the wake of Kelly Brook saying how she lost weight after her boyfriend compared her to a balloon. So, do we need to break the taboo around weight? As people get bigger and bigger and bigger, which is an undeniable truth.
0: neif I think calling anybody balloon is just rotten, if you ask me. But And, and I think boyfriends shouldn't be saying it to girlfriends if they've put on weight. But I think if, if you are very close to a person and if they're in your family and you have that relationship, you to make sure first you have a relationship. It was done to me with my mum when I put on three stone in, in secondary school. And if it's done in a nice way, that's caring for you. I see no problem with it How
1: can you but do it, it in a nice way But it should not be though. done in a
0: shameful way at all
1: How can you do it in a nice way
0: Uh, Well my mum brought me up and said do you want to do a gym membership when I finished my leaving cert it was done in that kind of way and so but as in I would regularly ask oh have I my mum or my or we'd be quite open in our family have I put on do I need to to watch it a bit and we would tell each other and there's nothing it wouldn't be shameful or anything like that you're just asking their opinion and they're they're telling you let's we'll just go out for a couple of walks or you know what I mean or you know like, but if that's we would usually ask now, but I don't think if something is done in a in a way that's not shameful at all. And at the end of the day, it has to come from the person. The other person knows themselves and wants to. Do, they don't, and you can talk to them till the cows come home. Mm, but there's there,
1: there's always a realization, Bill. And look, this happened to me last year. There was a period in the summer where I was way heavier than I should have been, and it did take a couple of people pointing it out some in a more blunt ways than other that I had put on a bit of weight Uh, and then the switch flicked and I lost two stone. Did they want to sleep with you? No they did not. Well (laughs) then why why, why would your weight
2: bother them? You see thing is I've always been heavy and I know I'm chubby and I'm regarded as chubby and I'm referred to as chubby and that's absolutely what? fine. What? Who refers and to you, no,
0: people do. Never. It's burned. That's uh, so I don't agree with any that's of that. Better, but that is absolutely fine
2: with me. It's huge. But if somebody comes up and I, I remember years ago I did a very cruel thing. Somebody came up to me and said God, you've put on so much weight. What's the matter with you? And my instant reaction was actually... Uh, I have cancer and uh, I'm on treatment for on steroids. And so, and he almost died. I'd and, I called, he did. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> <called>, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> die, <laughs> die, <laughs> drop dead. Oh my God, Bill, <laughs> I love you. Yeah, That's amazing. No. <laughs> why, why would somebody oh. say that to somebody else? It's like nobody's Yeah, I've, I've
0: had it said in a very nasty way over the years by people who are, do you need to lose some weight? Like by girls and that. And But if I, I, that would have the opposite effect. That would make me go and, and tuck into a packet. Straight of to McDonald's. But like, Shame is the worst thing Bill, you can do. The TV annually, sector
1: is the worst of all for this because if you put on any weight at all, people will point. Out. If you're on what, camera, if you're on camera. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember I have that
2: it. famous line in Tootsie when your man says, "You know, how, does the camera add ten pounds?" Yeah. How many cameras are on me at the minute? <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: last, the last time I did Ivan on TV Three, um, there was people saying afterwards, "Is an evil Beast?" No, she just is a fat face. They're the type of things that I think it happens more on, as a woman. on, on, on I, social. I think it happens more as uh, for women. And I oh, think absolutely. that if you were in any way weak Or kind of like worried or well, you could, you know. Look if you're
1: going to be carrying it And you're conscious of it You're going to be vulnerable to it And you mightn't be at the point At which you can do something about it at that time mm. But maybe but, it helps But you shouldn't have to ask anybody
2: Am I heavy at the minute You only have to go into a room And stand on a scales And that will tell you You see that's, and that's the
1: thing Joe. I, I, <laughs> avoid, I avoided you. scales for two years Which well, is, is why is it came it. as yeah. a, terrible, a terrible, yeah. terrible shot It's also
3: a really dangerous question If somebody looks at you in the face And says have I put on weight yeah, Jesus I wouldn't want to be I've anywhere near that question is that? Although I got to tell you, Bill, your story, I want to gain 200 pounds this weekend and <laughs> just so I can do that to somebody. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I commend you for that. But it, look, it, it's like you've said, context here is key. If you have the kind of relationship with somebody where you can say it's a health thing or if you live with them every day and you know that one of the ways they deal with stress is by eating crap and you're like, man, so what's, what's wrong that's forcing you to do this? Can I help you with that? If it comes from a genuine place of concern, I don't see how anybody can get mad at it, that, but the problem is that that comments about people's looks have been so weaponized, especially against women, especially mm. against women on TV. Elizabeth Warren said she was <laughs> going to run for president next year. I've already read three articles talking about her dress sense. Stop. Makes me sick. Well, no, um, sorry,
0: It's politics, it's part of it for men as well. I mean, all the articles about it Trump's hair. Be. Versions, it but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't.
3: But it shouldn't be.
0: See, it's because
3: okay. you, uh, you know, I got a problem with journalists here. It's because you people have turned political <laughs> coverage into the sports page. So that's, you, all,
0: you we, that's all we watch not, now. Here not we go. true. They've you even shown people. on juries and that they make decisions based on, on oh, love. So that's reality. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> if you sit
1: in a court and you're there, like when I was a court reporter, and you'd watch the choosing of the jury, you would love to know the reasons why people are rejected. Uh, and nine times out of ten, it's because they know. For, they know very little. They know what you do for a living and they know where you live. And they look. But at they you. can see you. But they can see you. So they sign up. literally, so they would say they would call them up and they'd say Horne, and Horn and go and she'd sit in the jury room and he'd wait, or the jury box and he'd wait for about two minutes and they'd go no no we're happy with Neve. and then they'd say Bill Hughes and Bill Hughes would stand up and they'd go objection, <laughs> objection. and and Bill Hughes wouldn't <laughs> be on. Well, the jury. I have
2: a friend right, and his he, his his mother was a very senior figure of of the judiciary, and she was getting an award and she said to him would you come and select my outfit with me? I'm going to go and buy a nice outfit. And the father threw his oar in and said, I'd like to come too. And the relationship wasn't the best. And he said, I'd want to come and select the outfit as well. So off they went to the dress shop. She went into the change room. She came out in the first outfit and she said to her son, so how do I look? Do I look fat in this? And the father said, you look fat in everything.
1: Ooh well that's not nice
2: divorce a month later papers arrive well, thank arrived god, and that god was for that too. woman <laughs> good, that good, was good probably a yeah, blessing a massive papers. blessing I have to you say, fat in I always
1: though. defer to the listeners on this because they, they came up with the best thing that you could say and this is almost palatable if you think somebody has put on weight and you don't you want to draw their attention to it without kind of coming out and saying it you can go up to them and say how are you getting on just the weight suits you um, <laughs> I just leave it hanging.
3: That is the most Irish thing I've
1: ever.
3: Heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god! It's so passive aggressive. Oh,
2: oh anyway, my god! Let us move on to another
1: topic <laughs> we were talking about this week. the no. young go on. Young people are are developing mental health problems due to excessive use of their smartphones. I say that as Niamh Horn oh, literally oh, just picked sorry. hers up. <laughs> Clinical psychologist at St John of God's, Dr Amy Watchorn, said it's something she's seeing uh, more among young professionals. She sees a mix. Of friends on social media and unsure about when they, they are unsure about when to switch off from work, and it is leading to people developing anxiety. So it's this 24 7 working culture. Richard Grogan, now he's a solicitor dealing with employment law, he told me earlier this week the case for turning off your phone is clear when it comes to out of hours demands from your employer.
3: You're entitled to turn around and say, I'm in tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. I have to get 11 uninterrupted hours and I'm not dealing with anything between those times. You're entitled to say that and you're entitled to go on holidays and you're entitled when you're going on holidays to turn your mobile phone off.
1: Now, Nia, given that obviously the company you're in is very uninteresting and you went straight for no, your phone. No, I'll tell
0: you why, because it's habit. It's just habit. It's like a, I don't know what it is. You don't it's, even realise It's realize a serotonin yourself.
1: feedback loop it, that you've been trained on.
0: I don't even know what it, I, didn't, I wasn't even looking for anything. I just put on the light of my phone and that's what we're talking about. It's it's quite funny. But yeah, I do. I think it's a massive addiction now.
1: And and like, this is the big discussion that we had, Bill, was when you should respond to emails that either your employer or your customers or whatever sends you. And, and I, for me, the theory is it's nobody putting pressure on people to respond. It is the fact that you look at your phone, you check Facebook, you see an email after coming in, there's a text message, oh, look at WhatsApp. And all of a sudden, you find yourself responding 24 7. Nobody's putting pressure on you to do it. You're just nobody doing it. is.
2: And you're doing it yourself. And that's the problem. Uh, it's, it's become this self perpetuating rush to always be in the loop and to always people want so many likes on Facebook. People want, you know, but that ad at the moment on TV for a mobile phone uh, where the neighbor comes and interrupts where they're all having a party and the party is just taking off and suddenly there's a ring on the doorbell. And The saddest thing is everybody who's dancing at the party is all on their phone and they all get the text that it's the neighbor. Everybody at the party. That can't be a very good party mm. if they're all on their phones. Who's talking to each other?
1: Well, I, we, we, again, I'm getting on, as, but I did go to a concert last year and it was Ed Sheeran, <laughs> don't hold it against me. But there, were, there was a group of young girls in front of us. There were no more than girls. Now, they were drinking, but they were definitely under 18. And they spent the entire concert looking at their phone with them in the foreground and the Ed Sheeran stage in the background Mm. not living in the moment at all Mm. and I was I remember looking at them going girls you've got a long life ahead of you and this isn't setting you up well It's not their fault though man that's Whose not. Their, that's it? not
3: their fault. It, the, the, these these uh, technology companies have much smarter people working at them than there are in this room, and than there were at that concert. And these people are—they hire the best behavioral psychologists to to train us to keep checking our phone as often as we can. It's like you read about those old. Uh, 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 it's not an addiction studies, but it's a habit building studies where you have the the hamster in the cage. And if he pushes the the lever, a pellet comes out. And if he pushes the lever 10 times, the pellet comes out every time. And they were trying to train him to say, okay, when we stop the flow of pellets, who keeps pushing the lever the longest? And it's the ones that uh, it's the ones where the pellet distribution was random. And that's how they came up with the randomness of slot machines. So it's that same sort of scientific uh, realm in terms of of, of training us when you, when a notification comes in on your phone you get the same burst the same part of your brain lights up as when an addicted gambler makes a hit on the ponies and these people are they're in your child's phone it's phones. called, it's called I,
0: variable reward system and, it's the and, same um, so basically when you don't get rewarded on something every mm-hmm. time when I don't get a like every time or a text every time I check my it phone it makes you come back again it makes me go oh, well, you know, what did I do wrong what it's did a bit I do like, like yeah.
2: plastics at the moment the plastics can't be recycled and the people who manufactured this, the no. Yep. plastics manufactured them That's on them clear, It's not, not on us not worrying about the future Exactly And so these people are they spending as much money training psychologists to no. find the antidote no. to this ridiculous behaviour as they are have to left this them. trained behaviour because otherwise we have a generation coming along that are so screwed up And so messed up and emotionally disconnected Mm -hmm. from each other and from the world. Because we've been training them. Exactly. And their expectation. But that means that their own social interactions in the work environment like all these kids you hear about who can't even Mm. phone the takeaway, they can't speak to the person what their order is no. they've got to own. I just want to type are, into are the... we
1: deflecting it a bit here because our generation is doing it exactly the well, same we're way all, we're uh, getting worse well, okay, we might be a little behind the curve but our phone my I phone has picked up a few times and now
2: I've just chosen to step away from it yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: but at least we,
0: we didn't grow up with it like the next generation I went to lunch with bloggers right um, uh, oh god what did you do ago. to deserve that uh, well I went around to try and get a couple of names at it but I, we were sitting around a table and there was 20 girls and they were all dolled up the lines looking absolutely beautiful and, um, right? influencers? Were, um, yeah, uh, and influencers, yeah, bloggers and influencers, like models. yourself, ah. And it was like I'm a, comedian. Nobody a, a nobody cares. it was like a silent disco. Nobody talked. Everybody was on their phone, taking the photos, doing the selfies, doing the pouting this way and that. Going out to the balcony, setting up a glass with a rose in front of it, coming back in. One girl, I was in the middle of talking to, you, hold that thought, went down to the other end of the table for better light to take the photograph. So I came oh, so away you, just the, feeling The
1: photograph was more interesting Than you I were I came
0: away feeling Absolutely rotten From that lunch I was like It was awful Awful I hope none of them are listening now But anyway They're, I not, went home. they're on their phones They don't I, listen to the I went. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I was <Just> on <laughs> podcast Very true There's, Get to use of Snapchat We we'll podcast this In the uh, hope of
1: my catch. Right, yeah. And
0: uh, I went on Instagram afterwards And I looked amazing They looked like the best party I'd ever uh, I'd ever <laughs> been to But in reality it was terrible but, Yeah so, like that. So you have to remember, and even at that, I'll have tried to get off social media since. Because you look at things and you and you buy into it. I'm in my thirties and I buy into this crap. I'm not a kid, so you can just imagine what's happened to younger people. And so, yeah, I do think that the next generation are massively affected. I think even with things like, you're right, doing phone calls. Jim is now doing, doing, doing it. Jim I'm is taking now a selfie. It in the and and, and that's, that's, another that thing, that's, that's another thing. thing. i got to get this on Instagram.
1: It's, it's is, fact, is, hey, just is, just to, for the benefit of the listeners, that is now going to look like Niamh Horn is dabbing <laughs> in the photograph. <laughs> so you've actually got a great photograph. I just photograph took a selfie.
3: There. Hit me up on, uh, on Twitter, at Jim Petuous uh, to check it out. But
2: Where is this culture of narcissism going to take us? This narcissism that needs the pout the fish pout, the trout pout, the lip pout, I'll whatever it is, and the look, and every look is wanton, and the look out from under yeah. the eyebrows, and the hair, to the, and the tilt to the right, it gives It's me all the a same, and, and they mind. all look all the Somebody's same. Somebody's going to no monetize go on it. We will, have happen. Happen. We will finally, find that
3: none of the animals look like that. We will have finally murdered empathy. That's yeah. what's going to happen. It's going to be a murdered. great Well, world. somewhere
1: where there was absolutely no empathy whatsoever was in the sales in the last couple of weeks, <laughs> uh, I, I tried... And failed spectacularly to buy anything. I had money in my pocket. I had a little bit of a voucher left over. I went in, all guns blazing, walked out of the shop as despondent as I ever had been on a shopping expedition. Bill, did you have a good experience in I didn't.
2: South? I didn't. I didn't. Because I wanted to take back. I got a magnificent uh, jacket from my husband for Christmas. Um, but it was one size too small. Um, but he was being, he was being polite. Well, no, no, I've been meaning no, to say no, something actually, about this it. No, actually, it transpired. This is, so I decided to take it back to the shop with the gift oh. uh, receipt so that I could change it. And I said to the guy, Can I have the next size up? We don't do a next size up. And my husband had said, He asked them, Do you do a size up? And they said, And in fact, the guy said to me, That's downsized. That's a size down from. So the, the size that's on it, it's actually a size smaller because that's the way we do things. Yes. Here. This was the guy being so bloody cool. <laughs> and I just want to check my uh, rights because as a consumer. Well, did he because, not give you a credit voucher? No, or? he wouldn't, because he said that my, while it referred to the thing, they had no record of it, uh, bought in that shop but like the week before christmas and he said no uh, the purchaser will have to come back with the credit card that this deal was done on and with the original receipt before i can issue you a And with you, something with credit, signed in no, blood of some nature like and i thought to myself this smells to high heaven and I'd love to contact Sinead Ryan. Oh, Sinead.
1: She's in next week on this Name, store. Uh, well, yeah. Name no, the store. Let's get Ivan sued. Name the store. We're going
2: to go back in tomorrow and uh, uh, my husband's bringing his credit card and bringing the receipt. Can I suggest, and we're just going to, we'll never darken that door Can I suggest
1: again. you bring a photograph of Sinead Ryan and uh, yeah, maybe just
2: produce guess, that no, at the counter I, I at I the appropriate you moment? No, I suggest bring
0: your phone and video the whole thing and yeah. trying yeah. to put it up online. That no, that'll it's get a that lot that
3: of likes. That'll be great, on. actually.
2: Uh, you know and and the thing is right I'm not backward at coming forward so we've noticed that no and I I, I said (laughs) to the guy is this for real but they were looking at me like like I was in the wrong Mm. and they were ganging up uh, in, in their way of like looking at me and I thought hold on now fellas you know yeah. are you judging me because I'm looking for the bigger size is that what that is are you judging me because I'm an older fella with grey hair is that what that is or I'm not one of the cool d- kids that your
1: clothes are, Imagine you know. if you were a shrinking violet right? yeah. and if you You'd were somebody who didn't You'd want to you because I'm like that as well I don't let things wash over me very easily but then when you come up against a wall mm-hmm. like that my own confidence gets shaken does it happen to you?
0: Not when complaining for service and stuff like that no in other ways definitely we all have our little triggers but that wouldn't be kind of you know standing up for your rights in that. I mean, my granny grew, we grew up in a shop when we were younger and, uh, they, as in the customer is always right that's the one thing ah, you just, just anyway. trot out the sale of yep. good
1: and supply services act that and like what is them. it to
0: them for helping you out what, yeah. it's not their money that's what I can't understand it's mm. like that little Britain sketch, sketch computer says no mm. I mean the people who make it into managerial positions that are the ones who have common sense and a bit of cop on and there's nothing worse than seeing sales staff with ha- who have none mm. you know and what's it to it's not their own money that's what I can never get they, I mean if they can be nice they should be able to be
2: well if they don't sort it out tomorrow I will go <laughs> <on> public. <laughs> so anyway if you, I will s- name you know If you
1: see Bill Hughes With a face like Thunder on him Somewhere in Dublin City Centre tomorrow You'll know that That was the shop That wouldn't do The jacket for him Folks enjoy Dry January I can see you're all Very excited (laughs) at the Prospect of it Are you gigging this week Jim? I am not I am not gigging this week
3: Because I'm going to a party I'm going down to Kilkenny To celebrate a 60th wedding anniversary. Wow. And for all of all of the stuff we said about weddings earlier, it's a beautiful thing. It's it's Peter and Nell, happy 60th. We're going to go down to Kilkenny and that's what we're to do. I'm years doing. Married. 60 years would you married. You find, like isn't that incredible? incredible. Uh, would they you find still, out what the secret to success was, I, would you? It's, you know what it seems to be, holding hands. They still hold hands when they walk down the street. They're so affectionate with each other. It's a wonderful thing to see. Are yeah, now sure I, I see how it goes.
1: Anyway, thank you very much <laughs> to the panel for coming in. Uh, Neave Horan, Bill Hughes and Jim Elliott Thank you very much for thank joining you. us on the final furlong. And that is your lot from the hard shoulder for this week. My thanks to the production team: Mark Simpson, Ashling Ward, Dan Flanagan, Kira Courtney, Elaine Power, Rona Dowley, and Steve Daunt. Off the ball is up next. The good news for all of you is that Ivan will be back on Monday with the hard shoulder from, from four. From me, have a good weekend.